from a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, it's the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Alright, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenrick and that is Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, it is. And it, it's very fitting we're doing this episode, how we're doing it, because I'm currently standing in a shed, probably full of ants and possibly wasps. <laughs> You're I like in to your get shed. into the episode. That's commitment, man, right there. <laughs> right. Trying to I'm get the right. committed to the bit. Right. It's kind of funny, too, because we had a lot of stuff in the bank. So the last couple episodes were ones that we actually recorded a couple weeks before. So this is the first in a while. time. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a while. This is the first time in like two weeks. Which is I know, really, been, really weird. I was telling Kayla, I was like, I'm itching. I'm, I'm itching to record. We haven't done anything. I feel like we're not doing anything. Even though we're still yeah. releasing stuff, it's like yeah. nothing new because we're also preparing well, for San Diego. nothing new for us. Yeah. Nothing new for us because we're, we're, we're prepping for San Diego. We've got all these episodes in the bank that are coming out. And like, well, I just want to record more. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because we, we went through a phase there where we were recording like every other day. I know. I missed that phase. I like that yeah. phase. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, life gets in the way. I know. Stupid life. Stupid life. I love you, life. Don't worry about it. I, I love life, but you get in the way of me being a, a full-time podcaster. That and right. having to pay bills. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, like we were talking earlier today, like if it wasn't for the ultra geekiness in me, I'd probably <laughs> cancel going to San Diego just because of life. Right. There's too much shit going on, but it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's already paid for, so let's get yep, it. Yep. 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 Pretty crazy. So Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, wait, wait. We do announcements first, man. You're forgetting. It's been oh, so long. See, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So announcements, obviously, uh, This well, we're going to be in San Diego this week. Because this is, I'm sure, I, I feel like this is going to come out before San Diego. Yeah. Probably come out on Monday. Well, Monday. If you're listening to us on Monday, it's today. And we're going to be in San Diego all week. So you can actually get a lot of content from us this week, all down in San Diego from Comic-Con. We got a bunch of great interviews lined up. We got a bunch of like geeky shit lined up. And, yep. and then a couple things. We're just going to walk around and see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we're just going to play it by ear, see what happens. Like we have some things lined up, but it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see some people that we know that are yeah. have become friends over the last year. So this is going to be cool. Right. It's our, our return to Comic-Con. Which is gonna be our fun. return to Comic-Con. Yep. And then it, I think it, that's, our, that's our last con. Back. That's our, that's our last con for the, almost for the year, I think. I think our last one, our next one's Jet City, which is the end of the year. Uh, Rencon. Uh, Ren Oh, Rencon. I always, yeah, Rencon. Yeah, we'll be there too. Yeah. That's going to be cool. The, the, the little con that could. Right, it is. It, it's actually a little con that's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's, it, they, they get some, some cool stuff there. And they have like, they have a, the, the last time I went, they had a huge room full of toys. You know? That's awesome. That's I, bought awesome. A, I, I bought a pinball machine that I had when I was a little kid, like a little toy <laughs> pinball machine. And I instantly regretted it once I got outside because I was just all nostalgic. Right. You know, and now it just sits talk- in my room and I have no idea what to do with it. I'm like, I need to get rid of this thing. I think you said you said the same thing on the episode last year when you bought it. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> you know. Any other anything else you want to announce on this episode that you have you have planned or coming up or want no, to talk about? Later this month, uh, the first episode of What We Do for a Living comes out. So that'll be so excited exciting. Yeah. So we do I have the, the trailers out now if you're if you're so inclined to go check it out. Um, it's not really a trailer. It's just me talking about what the show is going to be about. Yeah, and then, it's still cool, though. Yeah, the first episode, which is going to actually, it's going to highlight John, actually. Yeah. So that'll be a lot highlight of fun. me. Yeah. And th- 
and that, that's not why I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it because it's going to be a cool show, but I'm also more be. excited because I'm, I'm going to be on it too <laughs> for one episode. <laughs> it should be fun. It's going to be an interesting – we should have some interesting guests and some interesting dichotomies happening, and um, I'm excited. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think so too. I, I really believe it's going to be a good show, a good solid show. So Ant-Man um, and the Wasp. Let's get into Ant-Man this. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep. Ant-Man and the Wasp. So first, let's, I'm going to ask you a question before we go into this. Yeah. What did you think of the first Ant-Man movie? I loved it. I loved it. I, Paul Rudd. Good. Yeah, I did. Paul Rudd, like, like I like. I'm a big Paul Rudd fan already. You know, I know. Me too. He's and great. He just makes me laugh. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm gonna go watch this because I I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? Right. Like I couldn't see him doing action. Not like that. I couldn't but see then, him being a superhero. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you go and you watch it, and I was like, holy crap, this guy's amazing. And then he got into incredible shape to do that role. Oh, I know. Jesus you know? Christ. So it was like, okay, sold, man. This guy, he's perfect. You know? And then the 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 balance between him and Michael Douglas and Hank Pym was played really well too in the yeah. first one. And, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. second one. I like how they handled the Scott Lang and Hank Pym angle. Me too. Me too. Because I was I mean, I talked about it before, but I was pretty irritated back when Hank Ant Man came out and like Ant Man came out after Ultron and Hank Pym created Ultron in the comics and they didn't use that for the movie. It's like, what? Right. You have the movie right there. Just switch it around and you're good. But right. Ultimately, I think it, it works out because it kind of Ultron plays into Tony's ego. Yeah. It's, it's a completely different. Yeah. It's a, it's a different universe. Yeah, you know, yeah. Things are similar, but things are different. And that just happens to be right. one of the parts that are different. They take inspiration from, but it's not you know, yeah. exact, which is cool. I wonder what Earth they would say the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because it's not 616. No, I think it's Earth one nine 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 nine. It's like a one fall by four or five nines is what they call it. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Yeah, we should probably. Yeah, they actually, they actually they actually they actually have a number for it. Yeah, well, they should. I mean, because if people are saying canon, and that kind of fixes anybody complaining that that's not how they did it in the comic book. Well, it's a it's a different. It's a totally it's its different own canon. Canon. It's its yeah. own canon. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, what it was your number one thing that you liked about Ant Man and the Wasp? So I, I, it's tough. I liked a lot of aspects of it. Like I went, with, I took, um, I went with Kaylee and I went with, we had a couple, three of our kids. We had uh, Sadie, Tegan and Jack, the three youngest ones. And, um, so it was like, we had, you know, the four seats without sharing five people. And I, it was really funny. Like the whole thing was hilarious. Right. Uh, but I think uh, Jose Pena, what, what, what's his name? Is Luis his character's name? Yeah. Is that right? I think so. I, the whole movie, I was waiting for him to go into his like storytelling mode, like he did in the first one, and told the stories, like how he yeah. how he did that. And when he went into it, when he was under the truth serum that wasn't a truth serum, <laughs> right. oh my god, dude, I was fuck, I was but rolling. was a truth I serum, was, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, at the end, he's like, oh my god, it is truth serum. <laughs> I think my favorite part was uh, Evangeline Lilly. She was, oh, she was I, awesome. She was great in the first one, but having her do all that action and do everything, she was just awesome. I was like, oh, oh she my was, god, she was clearly more badass than Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, and the girl that played uh, Ghost was really good. I, I, I yeah, love that Hannah whole, something. Yeah, I love the Ghost character, the way they portrayed her, and the and the whole setup of why she was what she was. And like we were talking earlier today, when I told you that I just got done seeing it, was yeah, there was no, there's, I mean, I don't think we're spoiling anything here because it's just a review, but there was no real big bad. Yeah, well, and just just in case we do, obviously there might be spoilers in this. So if you if you want no spoilers, don't listen. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, you you're right. There was no, there was, 
right. There was no big bad. There's no villain. There's no bad guy, really. The bad guy, or it was, there was an adversary. There was a problem. There was a, a thing they had to uh, solve. Yeah. But it wasn't like Ant-Man versus Ghost. It was, they're trying to help. I mean, there was, really, she was trying, they were trying to help her for the right. most part. Right. Well, once they knew what was going on and then, but they had, yeah. a, they had a goal and she had a goal. They just, their goals didn't align because ghost goals would have killed the other goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, kind of confusing, right. but that's really what it is. And then, but once they realize, hey, we could do this without doing the other, then let's, you know, it was it was Help pretty her. interesting. I th- I thought it was cool. I thought they they pulled it off really well. Well, for a superhero movie to basically not have a villain, because you think, I mean, how many can, can you name another another superhero movie that doesn't really have a villain or a bad guy in it? Yeah, no, I not can't. really. Yeah, like the first one, the first Ant Man had you know Yellow Jacket as the bad guy. This one, they promoted it as Ghost as the bad guy, but really, it's it's not. It's it's just like it was like a thriller movie or like a movie where it's like they're trying to solve a puzzle and like there's multiple people, multiple people doing it, but neither one of them are really bad. One of them just has a, a worse way of going about the goal, you know? Yeah. Do you know why you love Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp movies? Why? Because they were directed by Peyton Reed. I, I do like Peyton Reed. Do you know what else Peyton Reed directed? Go ahead and tell us. Do you know what it is? I do, but go ahead. No, tell me. What it is it? No, I want you to do it because I'll, I'll probably, probably have it wrong in my head. I don't want to fuck it up. And I'm trying to let you do it so I don't sound like an idiot. Now you're fucking it up. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking it up. It's, it's funny if you don't know because <laughs> you like I do this. know, but I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> it's something you watched a bunch of not too long ago. Was it South Park? No, not not South Park. No, God, don't don't bring. I'm getting I'm getting flashbacks. Not not smart. Not South Park. Right, right. What what is it? It's Bring It On. <laughs> he directed Bring It On. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the director of the original Bring It On. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know, I've watched all of those movies recently That's on purpose. Said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. He what, what else did he direct? Do you know? Um, let's see. Let's bring up you have the Andy inter- Dandy IMDb page. I was going to say, you have the internet. So you could you could do yeah, it. <laughs> I have the interwebs on my computer. All right. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Ellen right. Moore or Less, that's a TV movie, Ant-Man, uh, To right. My Future Assistant, which I've, I don't even know what that is. Never heard of it. The Good Wooden Games, which is a TV uh, show, and it's three episodes. It looked like it got canceled right away because it had three episodes in 2013, and that was it. He did three episodes of New Girl, which was uh, pretty funny. That ended this year. I love New Girl. Uh, oh, it's over! Damn it! Yeah, they yeah they they wrap it all up. Though. They wrap up the series. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good. Gregory Brothers. It's a TV movie. Uh, yes, Man. The oh, bre- I love Yes, Man. The breakup in two thousand six. He did a breakup, really? Yep, the breakup. That's with um, Jennifer Aniston and and what's his name? Uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Uh, movies, I, li- I like the movie. That movie is kind of irritating at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Super it's, chunk. It's all just a bunch of yelling. Super chunk. Super chunk. Crowding up your visual field. I don't know what that is. Down with love. Bad haircut. TV movie. Uh, Gross point. The TV series. Two episodes in two thousand. Okay. Uh, Bring it on in two thousand. Oh, he did a bunch. Uh, he did four episodes. Of the Upright Citizens Brigade. <laughs> yeah, nice. he, he was the director of Super Cool Magamore, uh, Mogomra versus the fat the Fart Monster. <laughs> Mogomra versus the Fart Monster. Bomb Squad. Master Dialectation. Dialectician. Master Dialectician. Huh. 
Cyborgs, okay. all from Upright Citizens Brigade. That's hilarious. Oh, he nice, did. Oh, nice. this is awesome. He did three episodes of Mr. Show with Bob and David. Oh, nice. I loved that show. Oh, my God, did I love that show. Did so, you ever watch that? From I did. I did. So he went from Mr. Show with Bob and David to Ant-Man. Yeah, he did the Weird <laughs> Al show in the late 90s. Nice. The Wonderful World of Disney, he did the Love Bug in 97. What? Yep. Really? Yep. He did the High Life TV series, two two episodes. The Computer Who Wore Tennis Shoes. And then he did Through the Eyes of Forrest Gump, which is a TV documentary. Uh, Back to the Future TV series. What? There was a Back to the Future TV series? Like a live action one or a cartoon? Live action. 91. I've never even heard of that. directed 13 episodes. What? (laughs) What? Wait, wait. Who who opened that up? Who's the cast? Like, who's in that? Oh, let's just find out. Oh, it's a it was a cartoon. Okay. Creators Bob Gale, Robert Zemeckis, stars David Kaufman, Dan Castellaneta, who is uh Homer Simpson, Bill yep, Nye. Yep. This Bill Nye the science guy is in it. This time traveling adventures of Doc Brown, his family, and his friend Marty McFly. There's two so seasons, ninety one and ninety two. Oh geez. Well who who did Bill Nye play? Was it Doc Brown? Probably. Let's see. See full <laughs> cast. Okay, David Kaufman was Mar- was Marty McFly. Dan Castellaneta was Dr. Emmett Brown. Bill okay. Nye was the science guy. Christopher oh. Lloyd played Dr. Emmett Brown live action segments. So there's oh, segments cool. of a live action. Uh, Mary Steenburgen played Clara Clayton Brown. So she reprised her role even for the cartoon. Josh Keaton. Nice. Kathy, that's so weird. This is what happens when you go, before. we talk about Ant-Man and we figure out... <laughs> Around Back to Future cartoons, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> Peyton Reed, man, look at this guy. The Honeymooners Anniversary Special, The Secret of Back to the Future Trilogy TV documentary, and Almost Beat, nineteen eighty nine. Short, yeah, he's got a pretty good little long career there. You know, I, I honestly now I can't wait till we're done to go inside and tell Kaylee, is like, hey, you know why you like Ant Man so much? It was the guy that bring it on, and then she'd be like, oh my god, yeah, right, <laughs> right. It's so funny. It was like, I that's hilarious that this guy. Did all that stuff. It's yeah, yeah, cool, very cool. Now I kind of want to look up the Back to the Future cartoon because I don't remember <laughs> that ever being on. So now that we talk about, it, I remember like hearing about it later on, but I don't remember ever watching or ever seeing it on TV or anything like that. But I remember hearing about it, like at a convention, you know, a decade ago, two seasons. But I never watched though. it. Yeah, that's like kind of crazy. Ninety-two. I was I was uh, nine, ten years old. So I was like I was like the prime audience for that. But I never I never remember seeing it. But I guess. I mean, sometimes there's yeah, cartoons Yeah, you would have been like 11, it. 12. Yeah. So there's that's there's like prime audience, uh, or there's target audiences for a cartoon sometimes. Like, they'll show them on the East Coast, but they won't bring them over here for some reason back then, I remember. Right. Because there was a lot of cartoons that people like people on the East Coast loved back from the early 90s that I never, even, I never heard of over here. Oh, really? That's yeah. kind of weird. I didn't know that. Maybe that was one of them. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's one of the, I mean, what does it, does it say what network it was on or anything like that? No, it was just on IMDb. Oh. oh. I already closed it. Because I mostly... I mostly watch like the the Fox Kids stuff, yeah, or like uh, the Disney after after school special uh, cartoons like uh, Aladdin and Gummy Bears and Ducktales and Tailspin. Gummy Bears was Marvel- on from the late '80s, from like '87, I think, is when it came out. Yeah, I started watching Gummy Bears at Saturday the, at the last morning. season or two. Yeah, yeah, and then Saturday morning I'd watch like X Men and Spider Man and those ones. They don't do Saturday morning like they used to, man. It's kind of lame. No, see, I. I used to go bowling every Saturday morning for junior the junior program. Yeah, and I would, uh, um, 
I would make my mom and dad tape Saturday morning cartoons so I wouldn't miss them. So I could, they would give the morning at like eight That's o'clock, push record on the tape player. We'd go bowling, come back, and then I'd watch Saturday morning cartoons. We'll have, you know, from lunch until whatever. But you only got to watch like one channel worth, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we watched like I think it was Fox Kids or whatever one we want, or whatever yeah. we picked. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, we didn't we didn't have cable. We only had the whatever was on the rabbit ears. So if like, well, if you Fox Kids, you got at least you got the X Men. Right, right. I, got, I mean, hey, speaking of X Men, we just put out we just a wrong episode about that with somebody else. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We're on another podcast called Play Comics. You guys should go check it out. I know it's like kind of left field there, but we have we haven't talked about it yet on the show. It was a really cool episode to do. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Chris does a bunch of what he does is he goes back through and he pairs video games through the years that are comic based. And then he, we discuss whether they the video games got it right or not. Yeah, and we compare. We were on for the X-Men arcade game and then the X-Men Pride of the X-Men uh, comic to see right. kind of compare. And then you're going to be doing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with them. I am. I, what are we doing? What am I doing? I got to figure out what I'm doing. That. I think it's this weekend. And if it is, I got to figure out what time because I don't know. <laughs> right. There you go. That's that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, so okay, you're watching the movie. Yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp because this is an Ant Man and Wasp spoiler review. Yeah, always come back. Well, well, always what come back what did you? So when he were, when they were shrinking and enlarging. Yeah. Right. What did you think about? Because I could tell you when I when I saw them shrink the lab down, <laughs> my first thought was where does the plumbing go? Right. Oh. You know what I mean? And when they bring it back up, it's like, how does he power it? I thought that where's too. Where's the power I'm source? Like, how does, and where's, where's how the do utilities? you take a shit there? Right. How, how do you Where hook you, up utilities to this? Where's he getting power from? I'm just in the middle in the middle yeah. of the street now? Yeah. When they're in the woods and he blows it up, okay, I need to take a, I really need to take a dump. Right. Where's your restroom at? And oh. does it have water? <laughs> does it, you know what I mean? How, do, how does everything work? Or I mean, I just guess that little lab, that's the only thing that works. I guess we could assume that it's Hank Pym. He's super advanced and like, the whole building itself is self-sustaining, like it's solar powered and has its own water supply and water dumpage system, like an RV or something like that. But well, I could see where when he first enlarges it, it doesn't have water, and then it does rain collection to to fill its whatever it needs for gray water. Yeah, right. Yeah, just things and do all that kind of stuff. But it's just I, that's just where my mind went. Right, that's where my lizard brain went. I was like. uh, <laughs> How do you take a dump in that place? Of course, <laughs> of course, your thoughts go to pooping. I mean, come on, man. Right. Well, well dude, I mean, it, it's you, it's legitimate though, because like the first thing I thought about, and Kaylee too, was like, how does this sustain itself? How does like I would have I would have liked to see a scene where they talk about or, or you know Scott's like, how do you keep power on this or something to explain how it has power, how it has plumbing, and how it's able to enlarge in the middle of the forest and still function? Right. That yeah, I was like, what is going on? And the other thing I always wonder about too is. If you're small, but you retain your physical strength, then that to me tells me that your weight it w- would stay the same, right? Yeah, you would you would shrink in size, but your mass index would be the same. I guess that would how you would say it, right? Which, right? which means you couldn't you couldn't ride on an ant, <laughs> you crush it, right? You couldn't ride on an ant, but because they punch people and it's like a full grown person punching somebody, right? Right, and so then I'm thinking. If you shrunk down that building, how the hell are you going to lift it? Right, it's super heavy. Or, it would or be the cars, super heavy. or the cars too. Right, and the cars and everything else too. I mean, it's fun. You got to suspend your disbelief, right? And, and just go with what you're what you're seeing. But that's what I think about sometimes. I'm like, well, how is this even possible? It's con- <laughs> it's convenient physics. The one thing I were I, I thought about in the first one, well, not in the first one, in, in Civil War and in this one is. Yeah. They talk about how when he shrinks, he keeps his um, strength. So it's like when he punches it, still punching at full force, whatever. 
but when he gets super big, would he get stronger? Because like he would, if he if he shrinks and keeps the same yeah. strength, he gets bigger. Would he keep? Does he keep the same strength? So where he's like eighty five feet tall, but still can't do anything because he's like, oh, I'm gonna die now. But you, but the thing is, is if you did that, right? Like, okay, you shrink, you get the same strength. But if you get super big by by process of how you've explained the science to me, I would assume your strength would stay the same. Yeah. So at that point, your legs would not be able to support the size. You would just collapse and die. You would just collapse. So it's like, yeah, right. You have to like suspend disbelief because I mean, obviously the physics of it don't make sense because one, we're not physicists, and two. It's, right. a, it's a comic book movie, but right, right, exactly. It's a comic movie. Have fun with it. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. I had a lot of fun with it. It was great. I, I mean, was, I, I was it. laughing. My only number one complaint, actually, through that whole thing, would be that they gave too much away on the trailers. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailers. I don't know. Yeah, well, they like one of the big trailers was the whole conversation between him and Bill Foster oh. about who the who you know. Gigantor or whatever they I can't remember what called. Goes, what's the biggest yeah, Goliath? Well, what's the biggest you went? 25 feet. He's like, What's the biggest you got? 65. 65 feet. And it was I was cracking up, but then I I, I would have died laughing if I would have saw that for the first time when I sat down and watched it. You know what I mean? After after BVS, I uh BVS the second show where they kind of showed you the whole movie in two and a half minutes. Yeah. I've pretty much stopped watching anything past a teaser trailer for comic book movies because I'm like I know I'm going to go see it anyways, so the trailer's not for me. <laughs> right. Right. And the other thing is the post-credit scenes. I like the post-credit scenes, but now I'm starting to get – I'm getting kind of sick of them. It's like just do the la- – like when you when you have one that's tying that movie into the next movie or the next story arc, just put that in at the end of the movie. Don't make me sit through some of the credits. And then to have a crappy one at the very end. Right. And it's like, I just sat through seven minutes of bullshit for this. I don't mind the mid credit scenes. Like if they do like their yeah. fancy credits where they show like the, like the artwork and the, cause I actually, I yeah. actually kind of like watching those, those, those end credits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind a scene after that. That's totally, I'm totally cool with that. Or like in Ragnarok where they mix in scenes throughout the end credits, those the mid credits. That was cool too. But like yeah. when you have to sit through all the credits and it's something dumb. Right. Like if I'm going to wait to the end, end of the movie, it better be a cool end scene, something, uh, something epic, not yeah. I ain't playing drums. <laughs> right, right. It was just like, oh man, come on. But I mean, I like the, an- the scene before that. Yeah. Well, and, they I mean, tr- it- and they finally tied in Avengers Infinity Four or right. well, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, and you want spoilers. Basically, what happens is uh, Ant Man the Wasp takes place as I said before, at, or before Infinity War, but after Civil War, and the last well, final scene, huh? It makes you think that it's happening while that is going on. It could be. I mean, it could, it could be happening simultaneously to Infinity War. That, that's true. That's true. But yeah. the end credit scene is Scott's going back into the quantum realm, uh, and uh, Janet Van Dyne and Hank Pym and Hope Van Dyne are all outside, and it flashes back out. They're not responding. It flashes back out, and they all turn to dust. Right, all three of them. So it it, it tells you that the effects of Infinity War are now affecting Ant Man. But the final final scene at the end of the credits is like there's a running gag in the movie about this Hank Pym program this giant ant to monitor to mimic scott lang's daily movements because he's on he's he's on house arrest and scott lang spends time playing an electric drum set and the ending scene is you hear this drum set playing and it pans around the house and there's the ants playing drums again which is kind of a dumb scene but i mean there is a purpose for it you know like if you watch the background there's a tv and it says you know uh state of state of emergency or something like that and it just lets you know and you hear sirens and stuff the whole point is to let you know like 
Infinity War has affected the Ant-Man, Ant-Man as well. And there's a bunch of people gone, but they kind of right. got that point across in the previous in credit right. scene when they already got that across. <laughs> it was like done. You know? I mean, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I do wish, I, I wish instead of having all three of them gone, they would have like kept Janet alive there. Yeah. Or take out, hope, take out, right. Well, I, I think if you're going to keep any of them alive, keep Janet alive. Cause she just got back from the quantum realm, right? Don't kill her right away again. That's right. not fair. That's not cool. Right. Right. But they're all coming back. Are they? We don't know that they yet. They already have said seen... the Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp will return. <laughs> yeah. In Infinity War 4, or in Avengers 4, Infinity War Part 2. Right. Or do they? Yeah. No, I was. I, we talked about it. I was actually wrong on an episode, I don't know how many ago. I yeah. thought they had revealed the the title for in, in Avengers 4, but they haven't yet. Like the whole, the end game title wasn't really, isn't really the title. I was just a teaser title. Or, something. Right, or is it? I don't know. I just know I, I thought it was when I said it. And then I've heard reports that they, have, that they haven't released yet. The end game's not the title. And I'm like, just tell us the fucking title. The movie's been out for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they don't want to like spoil it. They're like, ah, oh, well, you know. Look, I'm already irritated. I have to wait a year for this next movie. Okay. <laughs> it's less than a year now. It's, it's like right. 10 well, months. Well, we have, Captain Marvel, we have Captain Marvel coming out in a couple months too. Yeah. Which it's kind of cool. funny because... Marvel just, God, man, they just kill it. They do, These they movies so good are movies. so good, and they do such a great job. And it's, it's like, you know, you're super excited for the next one to come out every time. And because I remember, they, I know there's a lot of people that are getting the the superhero hangover. Not me. Yeah, well, not me, obviously. And, and, you <laughs> I know, <love> it. <laughs> and not anybody listening to this podcast because you wouldn't be listening to it if you did. But yeah. at the same time. It's kind of funny because you hear people complaining about it and they're st- are, are starting to talk about it, but they just break record after record after record. And it's see, like, I, I don't know. I hear people talk about it, but I think that people yeah. saying that are people who don't see him anyways. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe people are really having superhero burnout, or at least a lot of people are because if you've they're ever so been good. on, how do you have a hangover well, on them anyways? Right. And more so. If you've ever been on the internet, which I'm sure some people listening have at least once or twice in their life, been online, <laughs> the, you'll, the interwebs, <laughs> right? You'll know real quick that the negative minority speaks louder and more frequently than the positive majority. Oh yeah, go on to any review site. Yeah, They'll, for every ten people saying they have, you know, it's oh superhero fatigue or this movie's shit. There's probably ten thousand yeah. that don't feel that way. That's right. You know, the thing is too is. Uh, I, you know, because of that, I stopped going on to review sites. I don't do it anymore. I'm the same, same. I don't don't do it. And and now it's, if I do a review, if I look for a review, it's going to be something that I'm purchasing that does something that I need it to do. But now I look at the, the breadth of reviews, you know what I mean? And then I look at, well, how many negative reviews do they have? Right. 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 Is it like 90% one star? Then there might be an issue. (laughs) <laughs> if it's like two or three one stars out of like 500, it's like, well, right. And, and like, this thing sucks. Well, you, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I mean, it, and sometimes when it comes to products, I will read the review because it'll some, sometimes what they're saying doesn't apply to you. Well, it right. doesn't do right. this. And I really wanted to do that. And it's like, okay, well, I don't need it to do that. So I'm yeah, I, don't, I, I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. But if you like reviews, it, we have reviews on our website too. Yeah. Little but when there. it comes to movies, I, I, I tend not to um, pay attention too much to them. No, no, me neither. Like we do reviews on our site mostly because we just want to write articles that are, I mean, they're more, the reviews we do are more like our thoughts about it. More like, yeah. 
kind of like reading us talk about it on the show, you know, but in written form, right. I guess. Right. They're not right. like actual like beat by beat reviews that critique the movie here and there, you know. Right. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I, I think it's the reviews that I try to avoid is the overtly negative reviews. You know what right. I mean? Anything just straight because it. Personal attacks on directors and actors and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, I don't want to read this crap. I just want to know what you liked or didn't like about the movie, not why right. you don't like Keanu Reeves. I don't care that you don't like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 completely separate topic from the from the review you're doing. Yeah, it's done. Right. Right. I mean I like, it's, I, like it's, how, I like how we're talking about how we don't like reviews on an episode where we're, we're quote unquote reviewing a movie. I know because we're oxymorons. <laughs> we are well, just morons, you know, but right. Well, at least you know, because you know we're totally against the grain. We are. Well, what are, <laughs> I mean, we're against some grain. I don't know which grain it is, but some grain, uh, Temple, whatever. I mean, there's a difference though because we have fun with it. We just you know, and I most know, of the time I we're know. in the bag, anyways. And if you're listening to me, <laughs> it, it, yeah. And if you're listening to me, I'm the only one that's def- which is funny because. Johnny's the biggest DC defender on the planet when it comes to comic books. And then I'm the biggest DC defender when, on the planet when it comes to their movies. Because <laughs> apparently funny. I'm the only one that likes them. <laughs> well, you're, you're not, though. I mean, like, if you want, it, it, what's hilarious is like I, what I said earlier about, you know, the the negative minority being louder than the positive majority. Like, yeah. Just look, at, just look at all the DCEU films, right? I mean, if you go online, they're not... Every single DC movie that's come out since The Dark Knight has been complete and utter complete shit besides Wonder Woman, right? But uh, no, they're but all okay. shit. Well, I mean, if you go on, if you go online, that's what that's what you oh, read. Oh, you'll oh, you'll oh, read you how terrible the they are. That you hear online, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying they are because I don't believe that. I'm just saying that's what you right. read online. Right. However, like they can't be all complete shit if they're making eight hundred million dollars, right? Like right. people are going to see them, and, and people are going to see it and liking and it. You don't and make telling their friends. Yeah, and you don't make $800 million on a movie unless people are seeing it more than once. Right. Like, people bash Suicide Squad so hard, but it still made $780 million. I, mean, I love Suicide <laughs> Squad. I, I thought it was fun. You know, the thing is, when Suicide Squad came out, people didn't bash it. It was like, once it came out on video. Uh, people bash it. People did People did bash it in theaters afterwards. I remember, because I, I mean, that, yeah, that's not, how it did. not hard. Not like uh, it that, does later. No. I mean, if you that, want to. That's how Dennis can, and I became friends, was talking about Suicide Squad. No, I get that, but it's like there, it was. It wasn't as much. All I'm saying is the amount, yeah. the you know, was was quite a bit different. It was kind of crazy because I don't know. I thought it was good. People were laughing with it. I, I think it was fun. I think people's it was a, it was expectations are higher than they need to be. Right. Suicide Squad was a fun movie. The plot is completely lacking, but at the end of the day, it was a fun film to watch. I think it was the way they used Enchantress. Yeah, I think it was that, and the fact that it was like I don't know. There was a lot of things I didn't like, but the things that I liked about it overshadowed what I didn't like, you know, for that yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, the, the the girl that played um, Enchantress is uh, Delavine. Delavine. Cara, Cara Delavine, yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, she really is an awesome human being. You she was go great. And, in, uh, did, you, did you watch Valerian? Or, yeah, Valerian? yeah, she was great in that. And I, like, I love that movie. Yeah, but you see her do interviews and everything like that. She's She's a really cool chick. Yeah. In that movie, the director had her do some funky dance thing. That you know, when she weird and it was just it was weird. weird, there was just weird things. And some of the dialogue that she had was weird. And I just don't think that was her. I think that was the direction that she was given and the writing, yeah. you know? Right. And it was right. just weird because Enchantress is a cool character when you read her in the comic books and she should be, you know, I don't know. It should have been a little bit more of what. Well, I didn't I like know. the fact I didn't like, more. right. I didn't like the fact that it was like. Enchantress, 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 but then here's my, here's her brother. It's like, oh, come on. No, no. Right. 
You but know, anyways, like, you don't like her brother? No, I, I like the fact that like her brother was a crutch or a plot point to her to her story. Like her thing was to bring her brother back and take over the world or whatever. I, I can't remember right now, but like it should have been just her, not like her bringing back her. Like, she was the ultimate big bad in the movie, but her first storyline was like a girl trying to bring this dude back to life. Right. And that was intention's first goal was to bring, was to bring her brother back so they could take over the cause, the cosmos yeah. of the world or she whatever. Right away though. She just like, boom. But yeah, yeah I get, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. So question for you back yeah. to Marvel movies. Has there been a bad Marvel movie yet? A bad MCU Marvel movie yet? I think if you looked at all of the movies that you could, I, I mean, you could rank them and I would put, I would probably put Thor, the was it Dark Planet? Dark World. Dark World, probably the worst one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still, I still really enjoyed it, but I think that was probably the least best shot or best told one. You it's know? the least entertaining. Yeah, it's the least entertaining. And then um, after that, I would honestly, I would probably put Captain America f- the first one. And, you know, this this includes Incredible Hulk with Ed, Ed Norton too. Yeah, but I like that one. You don't like, I like the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton? No, I do. See, I, I, I like them all a lot. I like all the MCU yeah. movies. I like, yeah, I, I like, like the first adventure. a lot. I don't know of any of them that I, I – there's none that I don't like. You know what I mean? So Same. I can only rank how the ones that I think <laughs> are better than other ones, and that's it. But, I, but I've watched Thor The Dark World like three or four times. See, I've only watched it once, and I don't remember it at all. Oh, I remember, that's the one where I remember, they – I remember there being a lot of red – that's yeah, all I they, that's the one where uh, Natalie Portman goes to that warehouse thing, and those kids are throwing the soda can into that portal, and then it's coming back down. Uh, I remember there being dark elves, Malachi, and a lot of red, and the, yeah. the ether. And they kill I, his I mom. I don't remember. And I don't remember any of the plot points in the movie at all because I, I watched it like when it first came out, and then I never watched it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, the thing is, it doesn't carry the story of the MCU forward. Yeah, besides, well, besides having the, the ether being a, a an infinity stone, but yeah, but that's irrelevant. It's just it doesn't really. You're not missing anything by missing that movie. No, I know you're not missing. missing you know nothing what I mean? That. Like even though I don't like, I liked Captain America, but I don't think that's the. I think that's like the second worst one. You know? Yeah, for, maybe for me, maybe for me, for me, but or maybe Cap or maybe Iron Man three. Oh yeah, it's, I think Iron Man three is worse than Cap. It's, first it's, it's I like, three, but Cap. The first cap is just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, it was. I loved that first cap movie. I loved it. Well, the it when thing it came is, out. is there's been a couple other Captain America movies that were just horrid and they were so bad. You were like, how are they ever going to do a Captain America movie that makes <laughs> sense and that you could take seriously? And they did. But it. They did. They, they did. did a, such a good job on it. I still I mean, don't it, like the uniform so much. I kind of wish they just keep them in army fatigues. But whatever. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the uniform. I like how they've doled it down over the years. It's still the same thing. Yeah. But it's less bright. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They've done a good job of of taking away from it. You know what I was kind of shocked about Ant Man and the Wasp? Huh? I, there was no real cameos from the MCU characters in it. Uh, there was none. Yeah, exactly. There was none. I expected there to be some kind of a. Uh, I mean, there was tie-ins and like verbal talking about they stuff. Talked they talked about, about Shield accords. a lot. Yeah, they talked about Shield. They talked about the Accords, but they didn't really like. I expected like someone to show up something. I mean, it, I guess if it happens at the same time as infinity war, it makes sense. Why you didn't hear anything. Cause it like infinity sense. war. Yeah. It makes sense to me that, that the infinity war was happening, which I kind of wish they would have had it in the background. Like, Oh my right. God, you see what's happening in Africa. Right. Well, that, that was happening at 
in Africa and in New York, and then Ant Man and the Wasp took place in San Francisco. San Francisco, right? Yeah, but yeah, I I, I was expecting there to be some kind of a, a mention of what's going on in like Wakanda or in New York or some yeah, some like some cameo anything. or something. Yeah, or like I mean, they could have easily had Hawkeye in this movie, right? Not that I'm a huge Hawkeye fan, but Hawkeye could have shown up in this movie very easily. <laughs> they could have had a Hawkeye in this movie. And that right. could explain why he wasn't in Avengers uh, in Infinity War. Right, like because Hawkeye and him took a deal, so there could be some kind of a connection. Like they call it, they, they call each other, or like something. I don't know. There could be something there. Right, right. What did you think of the whole? He was on house arrest. I thought it was a great way to make it a second Ant Man movie and not have him in Infinity War. Because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, it kind of tie, it's a really good way of tying in the other movies, but still making its own solo thing. Because like, they did a good job of telling you, oh, he's on house arrest because of of this. You acted out. Yeah. But if you hadn't seen Civil War, it didn't really matter because you know, at the end of the first one, he was a criminal and on the run, kind of. Right. You know. Right. Right. So, where would you rank this for you amongst oh, all man. the other MCU movies? Let's just say you got like four quadrants, right? Right. You know, <laughs> for the, okay, the four quarters of films. Right, right, right. The the okay, the pretty good, the good, and the amazing. Where would this one? Where would this one rank? Well, Let's it'll tr- probably. So there's a, I have two rankings for MCU films because I have rankings for movies that I think are. I just really, gave really you the good. rankings. You can't just change my question. I'm not. I'm not changing your question. I'm just telling you why I'm going to have two answers. Here, I'm, and okay. I'm telling you why. All right. Because for me, I have two two types of movies. For me, I have movies that I think are amazing movies and really good and movies that have rewatchable play for me that are funny. And I want to watch more than once. Those aren't always the same kind of movies. Okay. That makes sense. This movie falls more into the funny. I'm going to watch it again over the, this is a really good movie and it's great cinema. So still not answering my question though. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it. Damn it. You put me on the spot. And, I, and Think since, since, I'm out, since I'm out in a shed and I don't have internet, I can't like, Look up a list of all the movies I can see. I can't remember all 20 movies that have come out on the top of my head. Well, that's why I'm saying – that's why you don't have to remember them because the way I put it, is it an okay movie? Is it a pretty good movie? Is it a good movie? Or is it an amazing movie? movie? It's a good movie. It falls in the good category then. There you go. That's easy. See? Apparently, when you said your ranking, I wasn't listening at fucking all. Per use, <laughs> right? Per use. It's 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 a good movie. It's a solid movie. It's funny. I'll watch it again. I, I've watched the first yeah. Ant Man a couple of times because it's hilarious and Paul Rudd is just so great in that role. Yeah, and Avengers Lily is, is even awesomer in this movie than it was in the first one. Yeah. So, are you ex- so are you excited for the the third installment in the Ant Man and Wasp? I, if they make one, yeah. Well, they I said, mean, yeah. Well, they they said they'll return. Yeah, but, but they're they're going to return in, in in Infinity War two or Avengers four. Yeah, but I wonder if they got to do it. They got to do a third one. I don't know. I mean, Wasp is dead right now. Oh, that's not going to stick. Shut up. So I was hoping one one of the things I thought was going to happen is I thought something with the quantum realm was going to be the key to reversing Thanos's snap, which it still might be right because the quantum realm can give can give life or correct life or has the life life particles, whatever they called them at the end. Yep. I'm wondering if they're going to somehow someone's going to have to bring Scott out of the quantum realm, right? I don't know if he can do it by himself or not. I don't know if it's if whatever, but well, he, ha- he, he probably com- has enlargement discs on him, like he did in the first one. Yeah, I mean, he's done it before. He might be able to do it again. But I'm wondering if like those particles he collected is going to be some kind of a key or catalyst to helping re- defeat Thanos or over or re- you know restructure what happened. Like, is it going to be like the new Soul Stone or something that, to make it happen? You know, right? But yeah. it's gonna, it's going to be cool. What ties in? I mean, they've. 
they've got to have him in the fourth one for Avengers because it just if they don't, it's just gonna it's I think it's just gonna piss too many people off to not have them in. There. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be in the in the fourth one, dude. I mean, they wouldn't show the three being vaporized if they weren't right. gonna be in the fourth one, right? You know what I mean? Because it wouldn't make sense not to do that. It'd be like, what's the point of showing them then? Just exactly, to tie in, exactly. just to tie in that they that that happened to them. I mean that, that that's stupid. I was watching a thing on YouTube with the, uh, interviews with uh, Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly, yeah. and somebody asked Evangeline Lilly, you know, what do you think of an Ant Man and Spider Man team up movie? And she was like, well, what about Ant Man, Spider Man, and the Wasp, and Mantis? I'll get all the insects in there. And I was like, I'd watch that movie. That'd be a freaking good movie. <laughs> get all the insects in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, director Peyton Reed has confirmed that he has ideas for where the story will go next, um, but nothing's oh, been a, nice. but nothing's been official yet, and that's from uh, Express.co.uk website. Yeah, I mean, um, so, obviously they're going to make a third one. I'm, I'm sure this one made money. I haven't, I haven't looked at the box office stats for this one yet. I mean, I'm sure oh, it's made it's, a bunch of money. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a runaway hit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny, and the thing is, this like this one is family safe. It is like my you know kids I mean? were roll. I mean, my kids were laughing their ass off of this movie. It was great. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I mean, the first one has some scenes that were kind of violent, that might be kind of scary for kids. You know what I mean? Like oh God, speaking of <laughs> when they globby, when they when they when they shrink that guy down in the bathroom and he becomes just a globby stain. Right. Uh, speaking of safe for kids, on one of the I watched for some reason I watched a bunch of Ant Man and Wasp like press junket funny things today on YouTube while I was working. Yeah, and one of them. It was Paul Rudd ask, it, was, it was IGN. It was there was Paul Rudd and originally answering IGN comments, and one of the ones Paul answered was, "Is Ant Man the Wasp a family friendly movie?" And he goes, "Yeah, it is, except for that graphic porn scene in the middle." <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, "Okay, uh, now, <laughs> all right, all right." <laughs> that, you know, you know, it's funny that, that was probably when Pino was was explaining his story and how they how they met and how he's doing. Yeah, yeah where, where is he at? He's like, well, I, I told you he's at emotionally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, literally, oh, literally. God, the way the way that guy. I mean, somebody somebody commented one time like they just they just want to recap m- a movie of him explaining the MCU. And I'm like, if they made like an episode or a short of him explaining each movie, it would be great. It, it would mean, be like, great. Pinion is like awesome. The, <laughs> it'd be like you know the the Cliff Notes version done by done by him would be amazing for each movie. <laughs> Could you Our, imagine that? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Get on it. Michael Pena, we need you to do some stuff. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. I think that's the show, dude. Yeah, I think we talked to, talked to the – I mean, it's a good movie. I, I'm going to see it again. Not not in theaters, but I'm going to see when it, I'm going to buy it on digital when it comes out. Right. On Voodoo? Yep, on Voodoo. On the Voodoo. I, you like to support Walmart. Well, no, I like – shut up. I don't like to support Walmart. I like, shit. <laughs> I, like, I like the platform. Uh, it is a good platform, though. It's one of the better ones out there. Yeah. yeah. I just buy mine on YouTube because then it's available on any device I have with no issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm just saying. You should try it. So It's kind of hey, nice. Hey, Kenrick. Hey, Kenrick. What? Where can people hear us? Oh, man. They can actually hear us anywhere podcasts are heard, except for Spreaker because, you know, whatever, yeah, Spreaker. What's up with that? You what up, Spreaker? That's dumb. Yeah, you there. don't let people put their stuff in but whatever we're but you cool can hear enough us we are cool everywhere enough. yeah we are cool enough god damn it <laughs> 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 but yeah you can hear us anywhere po- podcasts are heard and where can they actually right. 
get a hold of us? Well, if you're around my shed right now, you could yell and I'll hear you. You can hit us up on Twitter at spoiler underscore country. You can email us. Hey, hush. Uh, you can email us at spoilercountry at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our website, sepod.net. You better not Instagram do what I think Facebook. you're doing in there. <laughs> you know what I'm doing in here. Stop it. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Leave us a voicemail. We did it once before. We'll do it again when we go through and, and listen to them and talk about them. Again, that number is 707-656-2080. If you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, you can find us there. We're going to be tweeting out some fun stuff during the con. You can find and talk to us there. We'll be at RenCon in Renton, whenever, whenever that is. We'll be at Jet City in Tacoma, whenever that is. And we'll be at Emerald City next year, whenever that is. There you um, go. One last thing I want to say. Kevin Smith, stop liking our post and fucking respond to us. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure he's an avid listener of our podcast. <laughs> you know what? If one person we listens to our episode that who has some way of telling him to say, hey, stop liking their post and just give them a response, that'd be great. Because that motherfucker has liked so many of our, our, our posts about having him come on the show. Right. I like, never actually reached out to us to actually come on the show. Like he said Even he would. though he said he would come on the show. Yeah. He yeah. promised us he would. Yeah. Promised. God damn it. Whatever. So. All right, guys. Gonna, we, we've tried Good. being nice. Now we're going to shame him. <laughs> but not really. Not really. <laughs> and we can't even fat shame him anymore. Oh, I know, right? He, he's fat shame man. us. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are, we are getting the hell out of here. It's time to have enjoy our Friday night. I'm going hiking tomorrow in the Ape Caves and Mount Rainier, so if I see you there, say hello. I'm going swimming in the lake, so it's private, so I probably won't see you there, but if I do, hey, go. Don't forget, open that mind and read more. See ya. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Smith fat shaming us. It'd be great. 